Introducing Minor Wisdom Quintet. So my intention this week was to have a few people on that had attended the Fringe Festival in Scotland in August, but I got one, and that one was enough. It's Mr. Dusty Davidson, teaches at ESD, the Episcopal School of Dallas, and Small World. So does, well, my uncle, sort of. It's my aunt's brother-in-law, but I've known him for most of my life, so I call him my uncle, but my uncle as well teaches there, uh, Uncle Mike, so it's kind of a small world, it's kind of funny, we just kind of ran into each other, and I said, hey, my uncle teaches there, and he knew who he was, and uh, Dusty did spend a lot of time down in Houston, Texas as well, and uh, made his way up to Dallas to teach at one of the best private schools in the state of Texas, Uh, they just, they have a lot of amenities at their disposal anyway so that is this week Um, next week I don't have much lined up for you it might end up being something where uh, I interview my wife maybe I interview myself maybe we just chit chat or somebody's going to get interviewed and then the week after that we've got TETA interviews all over the place so my plan is to attack a lot of you at TETA with a microphone get to know people that I haven't gotten to know, maybe even catch up with people that have been on in the past. But TETA is on the horizon, uh, so I hope to see a lot of you there. I will be sporting my Minor Wisdom t-shirt, so please look for me. Please stop me. Uh, Introduce yourself. I would love to talk to a lot of you once I get there um, and just get to know a lot of you, get to know your stories, your backgrounds, where you came from, all that good stuff. Speaking of swag, make sure you purchase one of those shirts. Again, the proceeds go to the people in the Bahamas. Make sure you're following me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, which I haven't really again. I I need to be better at that. Uh, And uh, make sure you are liking this podcast. Tell your friends. I'm going to go national very soon. I want to start getting more people on from the national scene so that we just get a perspective from all around the country. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your Groner Joke of the Week. What did the daughter corn ask the mommy corn? Hey, where's popcorn? Well, I, uh, I was, I'm a Texan through and through. I was born in Abilene, Texas, and uh, grew up there. Uh, graduated from Abilene High and went to Abilene Christian University. And... Uh, then I, when I started teaching, I went to Atlanta, Georgia, and taught out there for my first three years. And uh, I was teaching French and a little bit of theater and doing some theater on the side. I, I double majored in French and theater, um, which seems kind of odd, but um, to me it made sense. <laughs> you know, I've always had a fascination with um, foreign cultures and different people, and uh, you just everything outside of what I knew. And so it was kind of the same thing to me that, you know, French, I was studying a different culture and different people. And that's the same experience you get with theater too. You always see, you see different people and different cultures and you know, different experiences. So it was all kind of interrelated to me. Um, 
but then I uh, moved back to, to Abilene for family reasons and uh, was able to take my old theater teacher's job, Terry Castleberry, um, retired or, or moved on to a different position. And so I was hired um, to take her place back in Abilene. So I taught there for a few years uh, before getting recruited to go teach at Stratford High School in Houston and um, got a lot of great experience down there with musical theater and um, you know, teaching and then wound up moving to Dallas, the Dallas area for uh, personal reasons. And yeah, I've been here for 13 years now. So I've been teaching 29 years, um, participated in UIL a lot. But my first experience with UIL actually was not in high school. I, I participated in theater in high school, but I didn't do one-act play. So my first experience was when I moved back to Abilene and uh, started teaching. And our first year, uh, I was teaching with Diane Bloom, uh, Diane Moore now, she made... Uh, and we didn't know what we were doing <laughs> when I played. Somehow we made it to region that year, so um, it, was, it was pretty crazy. So, um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've loved the theater experience, uh, theater education in Texas. I think it's one of the best that we in the country. Um, I think UIL when I play has a lot to do with that. Um, and and theater fest, I love going to theater fest. I've been a member um, my whole teaching career for that. So I, I, I just the getting insight from um, you know, all the all the theater teachers and the people that you admire the most. It's just been a great experience being a theater teacher in Texas. So, and here I am now. Yeah, and so do, you, um, do you mind saying where you are now? Uh, I'm at the Episcopal School of Dallas okay. in Dallas, Texas, and I'm the upper, I teach high school theater, and I'm also the chair of the fine arts department for the, high, the whole school. Uh, we do... Pre-K, starting at three years old at three high school. So yeah. So the small world feature for those uh, three fans of mine that are listening, it's always a joke that I say three, I don't know why, but um, started way back when, my, my large fan base. But uh, the small world is that when you and I went on the uh, the fringe there, what, what do they call it? The, 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 the fam trip, the familiarization Yeah, the trip, familiarization yeah. trip that... Um, I guess I saw, or I saw that you were going and we connected before the trip. Is that correct? That, um, that we had a common connection that my sort of uncle by marriage is a coach and has been a coach at ESD for 167 uh, yeah, years, for, I think. <laughs> yeah, forever. Yeah. I think it was, since the school has been in, in existence, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. been there a long time. And he's a, and he's yeah, Jewish he, too. So that's always the, we always, you know, we kind of rib him on that one, like. How, yeah, Jewish had an yeah, school. That's always yeah, fun. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that's always fun. But yeah, that's our small world connection. Is that um, uh, we both know Mike and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, both speak highly of him, and he speaks highly of you. So, if he says oh, good things you. about you, then I guess I can trust you. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, the main reason I had you on, um, you do have a vast, long career. Uh, and I'm assuming you started when you were like 14, so you're not really that old. But, yes, exactly. Right. So I'm really not that old. Right. Exactly. So it's deceiving. But um, I, I wanted to get you on to hear about your experience at the Fringe Festival. I know a lot of people apply to go, and not everybody gets to go. We applied. We started raising money. And then just because of uh, different reasons, financial reasons, we were unable to go. But I was still able to milk the familiarization trip out of out of the whole experience, and that was great. And seeing the fringe, yeah. but you guys ended up going. Uh, what show did you guys take? 
Uh, we took She Kills Monsters. Okay. And how was so that? How was that received over there? Because I know over here it's very popular right now. But uh, how was that received over yeah, there? Yeah, really, really well. Um, you know, we're in a situation too. Being an Episcopal school, we had to edit for content in um, a lot of ways. <laughs> and so, uh, it, you know, it was it was a, a, a for a horrible way of putting in a watered down version of the show. Um, with language and some some other content, but uh, it was really re- really well received. We, uh, you know, the, one of the hardest things about the fringe is how are you going to get a show um, into a new country? <laughs> you know, with the limitations of props and costumes and set pieces and what you can take and how you're going to do it. And with this show, with the the whole idea of the puppetry and all that kind of stuff, it was just a little, you know. I, we 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 worked really hard at figuring out okay how can we simplify this because the the space that we were um, put in was a, a much smaller space than what we're used to. It's, it was maybe a, a third of the size of our black box theater. Which um, which space were you put in? Was it the the church? Uh, we, that... were, we were in yeah we were in venue forty five, which was uh, St. Paul's Episcopal. Okay, and it wasn't in the actual. Uh, it was like in their fellowship room, right. and there were these. There were four poles <laughs> in the middle of the room. It basically gave us a, a 13 foot by 13 foot acting space. Okay. Um, and with you know nine actors or more, that that can that can uh, fill up really really yeah. quickly. So, um, so that was interesting to kind of have to work around all of that. But you know I love a good challenge. <laughs> so we we tended to uh, we kind of went forewent with the whole puppetry part of. Uh, she kills monsters and strictly with animation. Uh, we have an animation club at our school, and so they were, you know, vital in, um, you know, helping us get some, get some stuff together for that. So that was really helpful uh, with them, and really kind of simplifying it and making it fit the space because I just don't know how, you know, large puppets. It was hard enough with you know just nine bodies that didn't have puppets attached to them. To, to um, I don't know how we would have done it otherwise. So. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I, it, it, the the fundraising part of it, we were we were very lucky. Um, you know, being a private school, uh, you know, we had financial assistance for those who needed it, and you know, we didn't have to do really any fundraising. And I know that was a big aspect of it. The, the, it was a great trip, um, but it it can be very expensive, particularly uh, you know for uh, you know, low income families and things like that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so we were we were fortunate that we didn't have to do that part of it all. How did you how did you end up getting your production over there? Were you a road cases or did you did you have kids just pack an extra suitcase or what did you end up doing? Um, well, it was kind of crazy. We, I, you know, I did all the research with the airlines. Once we found out what airline we were on, uh, we, we were flying British Airways, and so I read up on what was acceptable, what wasn't acceptable. Um, and so we we bought road cases and ran into a situation, <laughs> you know, the best laid plans. And um, I, I'll say everything that went wrong had nothing to do with the actual uh, American High School Theater Festival. It was the airlines that right. kind of like um, was the worst part of it all. So uh, we bought road cases and they fit the guidelines of what was acceptable for um, the cargo hold. And um, I knew that they were probably going to be a little bit overweight because I was trying to pack all of the the props and the costumes in the road cases because I was trying to limit everything that we were taking on. And so 
we got everything packed, and I know they knew they were just a little bit overweight. Well, I, you know, I read online, well, you just have to pay extra for, um, you know, the overage and stuff. And so we got there, and I don't know if it's because we were, you know, in a smaller plane, but uh, we wound up having to unpack <laughs> the cases, and I had had to have somebody bring me extra suitcases, so we took the costumes out and packed them in those, and threw away half of our flyers that we were going to be busking with, and um, to get, you know, enough, get it down underweight to where we to you know, get the cases on and then pay for the two cases and now two extra suitcases. So um, it, it turned into a little bit of a, a drama there at the uh, airport, but I had anticipated a few issues. Yeah. So we got there really, really, really early. So we, we made the plane with plenty, plenty of time and we did, that wasn't an issue at all. The interesting part was flying back. Um, We'd gotten rid of all the all of our flyers that we had, so we had less that we were packing in the cases and suitcases, and somehow the cases were overweight again, <laughs> and they were the exact same weights as they were before. So we <laughs> went through the same drama again on the way back, and of course, this, this, that was a little more frustrating because it was um, like at four o'clock in the morning, so yeah. I wasn't you know, and I hadn't had coffee yet, so I wasn't near as happy then as as the first time. So. And, and, and you don't have that uh, built-in, uh, you don't have a parent waiting for you at home that can drive something over to you. Right, right, yeah. right. So we did wind up tearing some of the. Um, luckily, we had packed all the costumes in packing bags, um, and so we just carried some of those on with us. And that, right. that worked out fine. So. What do you think is something your kids took away from this compared to what you took away from it? Because I'm assuming their their kind of takeaway was a little different than yours. Yeah, you know, the familiarization trip was a lot of fun, and, and I, I, I learned a lot. And you know, it was a lot of work through the process. Um, just learning about you know the do's and don'ts and the you know in in the theater in Scotland as opposed to the you know high, high school educational theater in Texas, um, there were vast differences. I think the kids took away from just just a vast array of like what's out there. Um, you know they 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 were able to see lots of different performances. We we you know saw six or seven high school performances plus other performances from professional and semi-professional groups and it really was eye-opening uh, to them just to see um the creativity and you know it, the performances that you see run the full gamut of um you know there's some stuff that's really really good and then there's some things that are you know not as good as you uh as they would want it to be <laughs> uh but again you know you're in a foreign country doing the best you can so you know he's gonna fault that um, but it was just they were just really impressed with everything that they saw, even um, the things that they didn't feel were at their best. They were able to take away, you know, positive things about, and um, it was just really interesting to hear their the critiques of shows and um, how positive they were about everything that they saw. That's good. What is what's something that you would have done different? Do you think? Do you think? Would you if you were to do this again? Would you take a show as sort of involved as she kills monsters or would you kind of no. pare down yeah yeah um I, w- I would pare it down again um you know it wound up actually being pretty easy without having to do the the, the puppets and and the expensive costumes for it so um yeah you know i think the simpler the better really yeah. you know, find creative ways of dealing with things um and that was kind of the the fun part of it for me was like just the challenge of okay so we're not going to do this so how are we going to do it finding creative ways of doing it um 
you know, made it really, really interesting for us as we worked on it and kind of exploring, you know, options and, you know, going, well, no, that's not really going to work. So what else can we do instead? Um, you know, it was, it, that was interesting. It was, the process was a long one, you know, when you find out that you're getting to go and then, um, you know, the build up to the fam trip and then you have a year from the fam trip to the time you actually go. And, and the fam trip was really interesting seeing the spaces and realizing, oh, <laughs> you know, this is what it, you know, the possibility of where we could be and, you know, seeing what other shows were doing and how they um, had to make changes. And then, you know, just the whole cutting thing, um, you know, luckily all the years of UIL made that part fairly easy to cut a script down to, to put the time limit. So uh, I think the thing that I would do definitely, yeah, just keep it simple. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's easier and keep, you know, less stressful if you just, the simpler you keep it. It may not be as, uh, you know, big and flashy as you want it to be but you know to me it's all about the acting and about the story anyway so yeah what what was uh did did the did the kids have haggis <laughs> they did they actually liked it which was interesting <laughs> so uh you know it, it was nothing that i think any of them would order again um you know they bought they bought one order of haggis and um each you know kind of took a bite of it and was like well that's not as bad, and then we told them what it was, and um, they were they were fine knowing that they had tried it and that it was good. But it was nothing they were going to order again. <laughs> yeah, I remember very very clearly the uh, I guess one of our tour guides or one of our you know leaders or whatever had that mm-hmm. like bag of haggis like it was a bag of chips, and yeah. uh, was just yeah. offering it up. Um, I I did not try it. it. I don't necessarily regret it, but I did not try it. Uh, yeah, I, I tried it uh, when I was in Scotland previously, and and kind of felt the same way. It's like, well, you know, I can say that I've been there and done that. Now, yeah. So no need to, to do it again. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. What uh, What do you think was something like a, a piece of advice that you would give somebody that, other than the keep it simple? Uh, that's looking to go this year, whether it's with HSTF or another organization or uh, just trying to go to the fringe, or I guess not this year, but you know, starting to plan this year. Uh, for the summer well it is all in the, all in the planning you know just be prepared to be very organized and and plan ahead of time um you know the deadlines for even uh just logos and things like that came up so much quicker than i would normally do it for a show that i was producing here um really kind of kept me on my toes and just pay you know paying attention to those deadlines and um just trying to stay ahead of the game because it can it can be very overwhelming um, if you're not, you know, organized and on, on, on top of things and just, you know, keep good notes and, <laughs> and you know, watch the deadlines and the, the, the schedule of things. That that was the thing that was really kind of the the surprise to me was just, you know, because of it being the fringe and how early they start advertising and stuff, the, the deadlines for what they needed and how, how things were to be advertised and all of that was just, you know, in, in the meantime, we're trying to do our shows here. Um, yeah. Yeah, that 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 was a bit overwhelming. So that was the thing I would I would say is just you know be prepared to do a lot of work and do it a lot earlier than you would normally think you'd have to do it. Did you do? I'm assuming the answer is yes. But did you do your production here or in Texas? Uh, we were actually doing it next week. Okay. Um. We, yeah, we did a an invited audience performance before we left. Um. Family and and faculty. Uh, but we're doing it for the school and the general public next week. Okay. And is it the same version? Or are you guys uh, putting a little more time onto it? Or is it 
Uh, no, keep... we're just, we're doing the same version, and uh, we're we're doing it in our black box theater. Normally, it would be our, our on our main stage, but we're doing it in our black box, and um, you know, I'll give give a little spiel about um, our experience and and why we, why it's staged the way that it is. We're we're doing it pretty much exactly how we did it in Scotland. Okay, cool. That's fun. Um, and then uh, f- final question, then I'll let you have your your weekend back. But uh, you. Uh, I've seen on your Facebook you are a Basset Hound lover. Is that correct? I am a Basset Hound fanatic. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like so, I, I'm a dog guy too, but I don't. I guess I don't have a specific uh, dog. Why? Why the Basset Hound? Oh, uh, they are just goofy and fun loving, <laughs> and just the best cuddlers that you would ever want. Yeah. Not too. Yeah, not too slobbery. Sweet, sweet dog. Um, they can be, and yeah. they can shed a lot. Um, you know, so just be prepared for that if you get one. Yeah, but they are just they're cute, the sweetest, funniest, happiest dogs. Even yeah. though they look sad, they're they're happy. Yeah, <laughs> even though they look, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, they're given <laughs> they're given a bad rap in the animated world as far as uh, being kind of droopy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they're pretty smart too, but they're also pretty stubborn, so you just have to be, Got it. be prepared for that too. <laughs> well, that's cute. Yeah, I, I, I've enjoyed seeing the the Basset Hounds. So, uh, uh, on your Facebook, the the love that you have for dogs is is nice. Um, we, you know, the cats can stay outside. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Dusty. I don't want to keep you too much longer. I just wanted to get a little brief, uh, you know, version of of your time in in Scotland, and uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, it was, it was a great trip. If, if you know, if, you're, if people are able to do it, I recommend doing it. I think our kids learned a lot. I I learned a lot, um, and just the experience of you know, Scotland and Edinburgh alone is is worth the trip. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's a beautiful city, a, a beautiful country. Um, the Royal Edinburgh military too was an experience of my kids. I, I mean, they just that was their favorite part of the trip, and I, just something that you know I highly recommend people doing. Um, it was, it was, it was a great, great experience. A lot of work, but well worth it. Was it cold when you guys went to the tattoo? Um, no, it was, uh, we got lucky the night we went, it was, the temperature was really nice. Um, I think it was in the sixties. Um, the wind was blowing a little bit, so it was a little chilly, but not cold. Um, the weather was great. We held off for us the next night. It poured down rain. So there was another group that was going that night and they (laughs) got through it in the rain. So we were lucky happy the night we went <laughs> yes yeah i i bought a sweatshirt because i was a little chilly the night we went on the fam tour so yeah, yeah i remember that uh well but that is cool the tattoo is very cool and uh i bet most of the kids before they were told what it is they thought we're going to get tattoos uh because yeah, i right. know yeah i know that's yeah, what i thought yeah like it's not really a tattoo, yeah. It's a tattoo. <laughs> yeah yeah the yeah. noise of the tattoo yeah um yeah well great well thank you very much i appreciate it
Minor Wind.